0: Welcome to the Closing Culture Podcast. I am your host, Sean Slaughter, real estate agent and investor. This real estate podcast goes on top of the roof, behind the wall, and under the flow to show you how real estate really works. Welcome to Closing Culture. I'm your host, Sean Slaughter. Have you ever thought about building a new construction home? New construction homes have been on the rise because more people are realizing that a new construction home is really just like a regular home, a resale home, a home that's been lived in and is being resold. Um, the only difference is that it's built from scratch. It's funny. I remember growing up in Queens, New York and um, you know, living in the projects, living in the hood, going from apartment to apartment because we had money issues, we were poor. So as my dad tried to find work and mom tried to find work and make a living, we moved around quite a bit. And if somebody would have said to me, hey, you know, we're going to build you a house going to be a brand new house. It would have just blown my mind because I would have thought that that was something for rich people. And I think a lot of people, when they think about new construction homes, that's the thought that they have. Like, yeah, only rich people build brand new houses. But today that sentiment has changed, Um, particularly those new buyers who are in their 20s and their 30s, they kind of understand that a new construction home is just a home. And it's cool because you kind of get to pick the groceries, but ultimately it's just a a home, regular home. All right. Um, There are some things that I want to talk about very briefly that you should know about new construction homes. And so uh, there are three things you didn't know about new construction homes. And I might throw a bonus in towards the end. So the first thing when it comes to a new construction home, that you may not know is that builders do not want you to use a real estate agent. Why is that? Because then the builder will have to pay that real estate agent a commission, which reduces their profits. Now, this is a question that I get from people when they say, should I use a real estate agent for new construction? Yes, on any purchase of a home, it is best to use a real estate agent because that real estate agent will be your negotiator. Um, it will be the person that will do all the hard things, have the hard conversations. Um, they'll be the person that can nag um, if they need to nag, that can uh, ask for things that you may not even know what to ask for or uh, weren't aware that you could ask for. They'll be that guy. That'll be that mediator between you and the seller's agent because the seller does have an agent. And so you can walk into, you know, any, you know, new development that's being built and they'll have a house, uh, which typically is a model house that the agent for the seller is working out of. But if you have an agent that is working for the seller and you don't have an agent, then you're really just putting yourself up to, um, you know, get finessed. (laughs) <laughs> right? You're, you're, you're putting yourself in a position to be used uh, by that agent because that agent has a fiduciary responsibility to the seller and not to you. So you want to have your own agent that has a re- fiduciary responsibility to you, meaning that they have to put your needs before theirs. You want to have an agent to represent you. So in new construction, just make sure you get an agent. Number two, many times new construction builders, because they're all different, right, all builders are not the same, sometimes they will frequently get things wrong. I remember I was working with a client, and uh, we're out here in Virginia, and so they were getting a new construction home built in Suffolk, and the exterior, they had a certain color. I think it was like a dark green or something like that. And what I tell all my my clients that are getting new construction is drive by that house at least once every two weeks um, as construction is progressing. Um, if you can do it every once a week, that's fine. But you want to make sure people are working. You want to make sure that there's not uh, long lags between work being done because it can make your closing date push farther and farther back. Um, but you also want to make sure that they're putting the right materials that you've requested. So, uh, for this house, it was like a dark green, uh, siding. And as they drove past the house, just to drive past, like I told them to do. And so they were just putting on the first piece of siding and it was white. And so they called me. And said, Sean, they're putting up the wrong siding. I called the agent. The agent called the contractors and had them stop. They looked at the contract. And lo and behold, we had requested the dark green siding, not white siding. They removed it and were able to replace it with no issue. If they had not driven by that house, then that house would have had all white siding. And there would have been an issue. Because the you know the builder wouldn't want to take it down. Of course, we would tell him we want it taken down, and it would just be a whole thing. All right. So just make sure you drive by there, siding, um, the flooring, countertops, the cabinets. Um, these are typical typical things uh, that we'll talk about as a bonus. Some of the things you can pick, but just make sure that the things you request they put up. And lastly. Just because it's new doesn't mean you won't have issues. I was talking to a builder last week, and man, he gave me a really good insight. So what he said was, when you buy wood from Lowe's, right, that wood typically is still wet. Now, when there's a low demand on wood, the manufacturer of the wood gives time for that wood to dry out before they sell it to a distributor like Lowe's. But when there's a high demand for wood, then the manufacturer does not let that wood sit for the amount of time that it needs to sit and they ship it to Lowe's, the wood is still wet. You order a house, they take that wood that's still somewhat wet, it's drying, but it's still somewhat wet. And then they begin to frame your house out and do all the building of of the house with the wood. And so when the house is done, you walk in, it's beautiful, it's awesome, and so on and so forth. And then three months in, you start seeing cracks in the wall. You start seeing nails pop out. Why? What's happening? The wood is drying. And sometimes it takes months for that wood to finally be 100% bone dry. And as it dries, it pulls apart. uh, Nails pop out. The walls are connected to that wood. so You might see some splits. So I know you're asking me, you know, well, Sean, should I just, you know, what do I do? Nevertheless, in most new construction homes, and actually in all new construction homes, but in but most of the new construction homes, you will have one year to report to the builder any issues that you're having with that house. All right. And typically what they tell you to do is you move it to the house. And you're going to live in that house for a good 10 to 11 months and you're going to allow those things to happen, right? Nails to pop, wall cracks to happen, but you're not going to report them for 10 to 11 months. Right around month 11 is when you want to call your builder. And at this point, you should have a whole list of things that you now want to tell your builder to fix and they will fix them for free because it, because there's a one year warranty on anything. Anything that happens in that house, there's a one-year warranty on that. And typically here in Virginia, there's a 10-year warranty on the actual structure of the house. That if anything happens to the structure or foundation, um, they have 10 you have a 10-year warranty where that can be paired. And just as a bonus, when you do get a new construction house, you don't get to pick everything. All right. Uh most contractors are building these things. Um, based on a certain set of plans, they may have two or three houses that they build exactly the same. Some build the exact same house. Um, But typically the things that you can pick are the color of the siding, uh, what type of of flooring that you want. Uh, You can pick your cabinets. You can pick your countertops. Uh, What else can you pick? Door color. Um, And if you do Go into a new construction house, whatever that house price is. Let's just say the house is three hundred and fifty. Just be expected to pay three hundred and seventy because you're going to want upgrades. You may want to upgrade the kitchen sink. You may want to upgrade uh, the cabinets because they have certain cabinets that that are uh, kind of stock, and then they have upgrade cabinets. Certain ca- certain floor flooring that is stock, and then upgrade. Uh, just like a car, this is the this is the stock that comes with the car. And then these are the upgrade. You know, you want leather seating, you want an upgraded stereo system. It's the same thing in the house. And many times, uh, uh, from what I've seen, ninety to ninety-five percent of the buyers do some type of upgrade that can add an additional five to ten thousand dollars to their house. And I say, look, if you're going to build a house, why not do it right? Why not get exactly what what you want in the house? Because you know, if, if you can pick the groceries out and pick the groceries that you want. Um, So there you go. Three things you may not have known about new construction. Look, be good to yourself and to someone else as well. Closing Culture, Sean Slaughter.